Lights out. Everybody. you stories of the supernatural and the supernormal, dramatizing the fantasies and the mysteries of the unknown. We tell you this frankly, so if you wish to avoid the excitement and tension of these imaginative plays, we urge you calmly, but sincerely, to turn off your radio now. This is Arch Obler. Tonight we tell you a story about two gentlemen of the German army, the Nazi army. The scene is a bombing plane flying over England. No, speak English now. We are almost there. And remember, from the moment your feet touch that blasted English soil, only English. Yes, Captain. Now, check your equipment. Parachute, rucksack, gun. All in order, sir. We should be there in a few moments. Now, remember, if for any reason I do not get to our point of rendezvous, or if I'm not there when you get there, you are to wait two hours, and then go on alone to Melbourne and carry out our orders. Understood? Yes, Captain. Pilot! Go ahead, Hoffman. This is us. One minute, Mayor. How's our bomb and oil at the last? Go. Bomb head is open. It's time to go. Oh, uh, one thing more, Lieutenant. Yes, Captain. I uh, was ordered to tell you this just before we jump. If you are successful in your part of this mission, the General wishes me to inform you that the Fuhrer himself will reward you. Now jump. Hi, Hitler. Hi, Hitler. Pilot, I'm going. This is Luke Hartman. Duncan. I'll hit. Something is left on their cultist. Who? Oh, Captain. You all right, sir? Not Captain, you fool. The name is Edward. Yours is Thomas. Understood? Yes, Edward. <coughs> oh, you are hurt. My foot. Twisted when I landed. Oh, perhaps you had better. Are you going to tell me what to do? Oh, no, sir. Give me your arm. Yes, sir. Oh? Uh, yes, Edward. Half a kilometer down the road is the house. In the morning, Bearcroft will meet us here. But your foot. My foot will be all right. The infernal English climate. Faster, my dear uh, Thomas. The Englishmen have work to do. You see, my dear Thomas, you should never doubt what intelligence gives you. Ten, eleven, twelve steps. So, now the key. You have not lost the key? Oh, no, sir. I have it here. Get the door open. Infernal rain. No? Open it. It is stuck, sir. Here, uh, yeah, let me. What's the matter with you? It is open. In quickly. 
can't turn on our light. Hmm. Yeah. These British, how well they built the old piles of masonry. Come. We will build a fire and make ourselves quite comfortable until Berkhoff arrives in the morning. Yes, sir. There is no longer any danger of our being observed. Yes, Captain. Captain. What? I thought I heard... You heard what? Laughter. Oh, infernal flashlight. Give me yours. Yes, Captain. Now, walk on. This house is empty for years. You should know by now that our military intelligence makes no mistakes. Yes, Captain. I heard. <laughs> Door to the right. Remember your orders, Thomas. Yes, yes, one. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. Won't you come in by the fire? Uh, yes, thank you. Come, Thomas. Uh, my name is Burley. Uh, I am Edward Cooper. My friend Thomas Davies and I got lost in the rain. Uh, we thought this house was quite deserted. <laughs> deserted? Not for 500 years. Well, may I present Lady Burley? How do you do? How do you do? My great aunt, Mrs. Westland. How, How do, you do you do? Now, William, they can beat the rest of the family later. Does someone give them a drink? They're soaked to the skin. Here you are, gentlemen. Oh, yes, gentlemen, my son-in-law, John Pearson. How do you do? How do you do? How do, you do? How do drink them while they're hot, gentlemen. Thank you. Really, you gentlemen should get out of your wet things. Would you like to go up there? Uh, no, no, thank you. We're quite all right, but confused. Confused? Yes. Uh, Mr. Davies and I were told on good authority that this property hadn't been occupied for the past 25 years. My dear man, where do you think you are? Melford Towers. Good heavens, young man, you are lost. You certainly are. Melford Towers, that's two miles north of here. You're at Dorset Manor. You just took the wrong turn somewhere. Melford Towers, Mr. Carver. Uh, Cooper. Uh, Mr. Cooper, why in the world were you going to Melford Towers on a night like this? Please forgive our inquisitiveness, Mr. Cooper, but after all, Milford Towers is quite deserted, you know. Yes, we know. What do you mean, sir? Oh, uh, Mr. Davies here and I started quite early. Lost ourselves completely. It got dark and, uh, well, here we are. Oh, yes. Uh, John. Yes, sir, William. Ring up the constable. Yes, yes, of course. Uh, wait a minute. Why the constable? Well, it's quite obvious. It did of course. Uh, ring up the constable, John. No, put up your hands, all of you. Oh, I say now. Oh, what is he going to do with the gun? What is he going to do with the gun? Take that old woman to keep quiet. Oh, woman. Lieutenant Colonel Schanzleben, the emergency chosen. I said to keep your hands up. German, will you? German spies. Not spies, old woman. German soldiers. You're in civilian clothing. German soldiers, Englishmen. Soldiers. Soldiers to rescue a soldier. William, what are they talking about? How long did you think we would permit you to keep our great Rudolf Hess in prison? No, no. Rudolf Hess! What are you? Shut your mouth! How dare you? You do! No, no, here. Now, quiet, all of you! Nimsy, next, and Simmer, and Schweitzer. Alle? Alle. Quickly. Go. All of you. Do as he says. What do you want me to shoot? The next room, quickly. Well, I suppose... Well, Lieutenant, we are all dead here, Captain. No more wood. The room is warm enough. Yes, Captain. Uh, now then, where was I? Oh, yes. Bearcroft will bring an automobile. 
We will then proceed to this point on the map. There, a few hand grenades in the right place, and her hess will be with us. Then we will... Lieutenant, didn't I just tell you no more wood on the fire? It's warm enough. Yes, Captain. Uh, is it still raining out there? Oh, yes, Captain. Uh, infernal climate. Yes, Captain. Yet, the weather is fortunate. Who will come here on a night such as this? Oh, yes, Captain. Uh, no matter. As soon as it is daylight, we will go. Seven in the morning, Berkhoff will be there. We'll meet him. Yes, Captain. Yes, Captain. Yes, Captain. Does none of this mean anything to you? No. No, never mind. You're a good soldier. You believe. You obey. Always, Sir Captain. I, too. So we will win, always. Yes, Captain. It will be most satisfactory, eh, Lieutenant, to tell about this little adventure when we get home. To come right in under the noses of the British and... What are you listening to? I, I don't know, sir. There's nothing. Leave a god, man. Why do you stand there with your head twisted like an old woman waiting for... I heard... Be still. In the next room. Who? We will find out. And you told me there was no one left. There was no one. Come. Good evening, gentlemen. Won't you come in by the fire? Stay. All of them. Uh, my name is Burley. May I present Lady Burley? How do you do? Shot them. You said you shot them. Uh, my great aunt, Mrs. Weston. How do you do? Now, William, they can meet the rest of the family later. Someone give them a drink there. Soak to the skin. I did kill them. You dirty liar. There you are, gentlemen. Your drink. No! You blasted Englanders. What is this trick? Oh, yes, gentlemen. My son-in-law, John Pierce. Stop talking! This time you will die! Captain. What? Could you tell me the time, please? Uh, Twelve minutes after three. Why? How soon will we go? In the morning, in the morning. Do you want to get lost again in that infernal woods? No, Captain. What is the matter with you? Nothing, sir. No, I understand. Your dereliction of duty. You think I will report? No. Help me carry out our orders tomorrow. And the fact that you did not shoot those Englanders as I ordered will never reach the ears of Berlin. Anyway, they are dead now. You know that. I know that. It is ended. <laughs> okay. It is they. No, I shot them myself. I saw the bodies fall. It is they. No, it, it cannot be. I'll show you. I'll show you. You see, they are dead. Good evening, gentlemen. Won't you come in by the fire? Lieutenant. Hans. Lieutenant, I'm talking to you. Pause, you sit. Blast you say something. I order you to say something. I have nothing to say, sir. Well, you can speak. You infernal fool, you. Why are you so afraid? You have your gun, your hand grenades, a knife. Why be afraid? Stop turning your head that way. Listen to me. 
There's nothing to listen to out there. There's nothing out there. Nothing, nothing. If they... They will do nothing. They are dead. Do you want to go into that room and see that they are dead? They are dead. No. Why should I have to convince you? Three times? How often must I tell you? I saw that same thing happen in a campaign in Poland. Poland? Why do you hold on to my words? Yes, in Poland. The first campaign, there were snipers in the village. We wiped out everyone, men, women, children. But the next morning, the vermin were there again. Uh -huh. We thought they were there. I didn't see them. Others did and went running through the streets throwing hand grenades. There was an explanation, of course. There is an explanation for everything. The men who saw, who thought they saw, were tired. Their eyes played tricks. I heard the doctors in my division talking. They said it was tricks of the mind. Those people are dead. They must be dead. You... You too are afraid. Blasted it's about it, it is. How dare you? I'm not afraid. I'm afraid of nothing. If, if they would only come. I believe in the Fuhrer and his destiny. I can never be afraid. If, if they laugh again... Stop talking. I order it. They will not... My infernal leg, swollen. Lieutenant, listen. To what? Not to anything. To me. Oh. Go in the next room. Look. Huh? Look. You question an order? You said they were dead this time. Why look it? I order you to go. Do not just sit there. Tell me what you're thinking. Tell me. I'm, I'm thinking that... Maybe this is what I've always been afraid of. In Czechoslovakia, in Holland, in Belgium, in, in France. This is what I always was afraid of. Of what? That someday I would wait for them. Them? I commanded a firing squad in Slovakia. We shot women. What I got to do with this? In Belgium, too. Women. What are you talking about? In Poland, the, the tank I was in was covered with the blood of the children and women. You blasted fool. You are a soldier of the greater German Reich. I think to myself, why don't I just leave you here and run? You would not care. I think to myself, what is the use? Sooner or later, they will come for me. Who? Who will come for you? The dead. Shut your mouth! The dead are dead. We exterminate the vermin for the glory of the Great Reich. I always suspected you, Hans Miller, you weak-minded fool. I explained everything to you. Hallucination, always hallucination. I, I know what I will do. What? If they laugh again, I know what I will do. Yeah, yeah. Grenade. What are you going to do with that hand grenade? I hold it. Take your fingers off the firing pin. No. I order you. No. I am your superior officer. Put that grenade down. No. You maniac. What are you going to do? Sit and wait. For what? If they laugh again, we were wrong. You and I. You and I in the field. Oh, dear. All wrong. And I will pull out the firing pin and we will die. Put down the grenade. If we were wrong, I would rather finish it here, now, than wait again. You crazy? No. The gun, put it down, or I will pull the pin. All right, all right. I'll leave you here. I will go. <laughs> My leg. 
You see, you will stay with me and wait. Hans, in the Führer's name, be careful. That firing pin is loose if you pull it. Be Do not be afraid. If they do not laugh again until it is dawn, I will believe what you said. That it was hallucination. Yes, yes, it was a hallucination. If they do not laugh again and it is day again, I will believe. If they do not laugh again. You sitting there, grenade in your hand? Hans, listen to me. It is almost done. Not yet. It is almost done. Nothing has happened. They are dead. So put on that grenade. Get our things together. Help me, and we will go out to Melford and meet Berghoff. When it is dawn. But in a few moments it will be day. I know it. Then wait for those minutes. If they do not laugh again, I will believe. And we will live. They will not laugh again. Never. Look. <laughs> On the wall. Light. The sun. Day. Not quite. I was right. And the bell. Right. No one can stop us. We are the chosen. Put down that grenade, Hansen. Listen. Listen. To what? To what? I, I thought that I said. <laughs> Listen. Listen to them. The dead come back to repay us for what we've done. No. Don't pull the trigger. It's not them. Wait, I'll prove it. I'll prove it. I'll show you they are dead. Someone else in there. I'll show you. Show you. <laughs> Good evening, gentlemen. Won't you come in by the fire? <laughs> you see, it is for death. You were wrong. Oh, the grenade. Don't hunt. No! Oh, uh, good morning, Harold. Lovely morning. Aye. Certainly rained last night. <laughs> that thunder. Uh, what brings you out so early, Harold? Oh, me old woman told me she had an explosion or something just at daybreak, so I come over. Explosion? Aye. <laughs> uh, she must have dreamt it. Birds singing in the morning. No explosion here. Aye. <sighs> But I do wish they'd tear down these old ruins. It does no good leaving them stand there to remind us that Sir William and all his family were killed by a German air bomb three years ago. Three years ago last night. And now, what about miracles, Mr. Obler? Well, let's consider a few. We, all of us, are living our own series of miracles. Now... It may seem a, a 
far cry from the miracle of heroism to talking about that war stamp book of yours. But there's another little miracle. Eight 25-cent stamps, eight hand grenades. Six 25-cent stamps, one winter combat helmet. Thirty 10-cent stamps, a pair of jungle fighting boots. An anti-tank mine for 15 50-cent stamps. A commando trench knife for 40 10-cent stamps. Every empty space you fill in with your stamp album adds to the rain of steel going into the camps of the enemy. Every time you fill your album and turn it into a bomb, well, you turn it into a bomb. You turn the rain of steel into a hurricane. Your way to do more to help beat the Axis is by buying enough stamps to fill the empty spaces in your stamp book. Then turn it in for a war bomb. It will bring on that inevitable miracle of a bomb. It is later than you 